0: Hi, welcome to 3Dog. You're listening to a 75-minute Sunday Flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. And for yoga today, I thought we'd play with bird of paradise pose, which is something we haven't done in a while, work up to a pose. Um, But it is is a fun thing. If you've never been to one of the classes that we've done a work up, we usually pick a pose that's that's kind of, well, I'm gonna quote Kenji since he's not here. weird shit. It's, it's kind of weird. Uh, you, you get yourself all tangled up, but the purpose of it isn't really in, in the getting the pose. It's in what we do for our body as we prepare for it. So it's the whole idea of yoga being a journey, not a destination. And eventually maybe you get to tangle yourself up in some really weird ways. Uh, what bird of paradise is... Really cool for is shoulder and hip mobility hamstring opening so pretty much all of us can use that all the time uh, so whether we get into it or not I, I'm not the best at it uh, but it's a, it's a fun thing to play with and it does help us feel better just general mobility wise we're going to start on your back in suptabakanasana if you have something like a strap or a towel or a sock, something that resembles a strap. I'm going to use a sock just to prove it can be done. Uh, also, I'm going to mute. I'm going to make sure that everyone's muted up. It looks like we are a few off mute. Um, I especially have to mute my mom and my aunts. They're having a girls beach weekend. Um, and that that can get dangerous when you're, when you got a bunch of Southern girls in the house. They all just walked off camera. Hmm. Um it has got a sack. Perfect. Oh, they went to get their socks. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. So supta baddha kanasana. It's the soles of your feet together, your knees out to the sides. For some of us, this is a challenging pose already. One way to help it out. If it's your inner thighs that feel this a lot, take some blocks underneath your legs. Let your legs rest on the blocks and feel a little more relaxed. If you don't have blocks, any pillows, rolled up towels, stuff like that, this is the year of improv. First rule of improv is yes, and. So that's what we'll work with. Yes, we're doing subdubada kanasana and I need to find something to put under my legs. P.S. I'm putting blocks under my legs because this pose is hard for me. So in case you wondered if you're the only one, even those of us that do this for a living, some poses are challenging. And they work for us because we level them to meet ourselves where we are. Yoga poses work best that way rather than trying to push ourselves through them. When you're set up well and let your arms be free at your sides and spread out, lift your rib cage, let your shoulder blades slide down your back a bit. See if you can make some more space around your neck and your shoulders. And We'll have three deep breaths for, maybe you close your eyes, soften your face, really feel your lungs. And empty yourself out. And again, you fill your lungs up and empty out. One more, just like that. And then we're gonna be really you know, just just practical about this. Take your hands to the outsides of your thighs and help your legs come in towards center. Draw your knees in onto your chest. Have a little rock side to side. So some poses after we've been in them a while, it's nice to help yourself out of it like that in order that the muscles that we're just releasing don't have to contract so much. We'll practice that a few times, a few different ways. If you have blocks right beside you, go ahead and pull them out of the way. You're gonna bring one knee into each hand and make some circles. Then let the knees go. You can circle the legs on their own. Notice the outer range of motion of each hip. If it's a little crackly, you're in good company. And as long as you're in a pain-free range of motion, you're doing this bright. If it starts to be painful somewhere, your low back, your hip, your knees, And dial it back until you feel the work of the poses, the work of the vinyasa, without pain or force. Good. You're gonna release your feet to the floor. Take them out wide to the edges of your mat. Let the knees fall side to side with some windshield wipe and then if this is about your sunday speed like you stay with it and if you'd like to bring it up in intensity take belly twisting pose and use it right angles And you're moving your knee side to side. And welcome. If you're just joining us, we're taking belly twisting pose on the back. Knee side to side. make your way back to center after you balance both sides. And hug your right knee in toward your chest as you extend your left leg out on the floor. And This is of course the point in the program at which Gibbs gets right in the way of the visual that's about to happen. It's like he knows. Stay there. With your knee hugged into your chest, imagine that you're standing on your front wall, whatever serving as your front wall, with your left foot. So you've got your left leg, squeeze tight, your abdominals drawn in, hug your knee into your chest. Then you're gonna move your knee into your right hand and take it out to the side. Continue to stand on the front wall with your left foot, squeeze the left leg, draw your abdominals in. You're holding the right knee out to the side, hugging it in as close to the body as it goes. And we're gonna extend the leg out. As you do, you might feel your left hip starts to get light. Squeeze your left leg again, press your left hip down towards the floor. You can help yourself out by putting your right hand underneath the leg. And so this is a lot of stretch right now. And it is for me, so hand under the leg. If you want a little more, you can take the hand inside. It's still early, so. If you do start to take the hand inside and you notice your left hip is rolling up, prioritize the left leg staying firm and pressed against the floor. I'm going to come back to center, bending the knee in, and we're just going to take it across the body into a twist. As you're twisting, press your right hip away from the ribcage. So you're pressing the right hip towards the front of your mat, and that's an elongation of your side body here. breath in and breath all the way out draw your abdominals in and up press that last bit of breath out when you inhale unwind come back to center and then both knees into your chest give a little squeeze a little rock side to side however you like and then left knee in toward your chest Right leg extended as if you were standing on the front wall and, and balancing on that one foot so the leg is squeezed tight, the abdominals are in. you got your imagination training going on. Hug the left knee in toward your chest as far as it goes. And feel the alignment of your sacrum, your rib cage, and the back of your head on your mat. So it is really like you're standing and stacked well in your spine. Then you're gonna take your right knee out to the side. Keep the knee for right now, hug it tight to your body. Okay, so this is just a different range of motion and it's one that we need for the eventual Bird of Paradise pose that we're working toward. But also we're putting a little kind of twist on or a, um, a fold on the usual extension. Getting a little, what time is we'll call, blood stop in the hip. Not like you're stopping your blood, but it's creating a little compression there. Then extend the leg out. And you can put the left hand under the left calf or thigh for support, highly recommend. If you're feeling really loose and you wanna put the hand on the inside, cool. Either way, right hip heavy, right thigh, squeeze tight, keep your right side down on the floor. That's gonna be a pretty challenging part of the pose. Press the back of your head down, press your ribbed cage to the mat, press your sacrum flat against the floor. Better that you're centered than that your leg goes far out to the side. Because if if we lose center, then we're just rolling over, which it seems like our leg is going further, but it's really not, at least not in relation to the hips and the the standing leg, spine. You're gonna bend your knee, slowly come back through center and bring it across into a twist. As you take the twist, lengthen your left side body as you're pressing your left hip away. And you can think of it as you're pressing the hip toward the front of your mat, lengthening your waist. Unwind this slowly. Back to center. Hug both knees in. See how your low back is feeling. And you're going to curl up. Nose towards your knees, knees towards your nose. We're just being a little different today. You're going to take your arms through and catch your feet, if you can. If it's it's not happening, it's not happening. Just catch the outer edges of your feet. Spread your toes. Curling in here. And then see if you can bring the knees inside the arms, still holding the feet, right? That's not a valuable life skill, but if you can, you can. I like to call this cannonball. I'm sure that yoga approves of that. (laughs) Like if you're gonna splash into a pool, this would be the appropriate way to do it. Hug tightly in, and then we're gonna extend out long. So you've got your sacrum, your ribcage, the back of your head flat on the floor as you reach long in either direction, and you lift the arms and legs until you feel that line in your spine. Sacrum, rib cage, back of head. Things are getting a little trembly, right? but the low back is staying down toward the floor. Breath in, and then as you breathe out, bring your knees in, catch your shins. You can rest here for a moment, or if you like rocking up and back, nose to knees, take a little rocking chair up and back. When you're ready, Make your way around to downward dog or hands and knees. If down dog is not your jam, hands and knees, cat cow. If you're taking down dog, just pedal it out, getting some movement into your hips, your hamstrings, calf muscles. Down dog's not for you today. The cat cow back and forth, All right? That can stand in for a lot of things. It's a good modification for pretty much anything, just as child's pose is. In the cat-cow spinal and hip and shoulder mobility. It also aligns you with your breath. So you can stay with that. Or if you're in down dog, just start aligning with our breath for flow. We'll come forward to a high plank and press back to down dog. Take a few rounds finding the fullness of inhale that rocks you forward. The exhale sends you back. Two more of those and get back to down dog, pause, long breath in, and a long breath out until you know you're empty, you know you're clear. And then we'll look to the hands, walk or lightly hop yourself to the top of the space and take a ragdoll, walk your feet wide. Wide is relative, edge of the mat is is nice. Could be hip distance, somewhere between there. Somewhere that really gives you optimum balance. Right. And then you can all the a little, little side to side, you know, sway of the spine or shift of your weight. Right. Any variations are good here. As you're taking whatever movement or variation you've got going, just dial in what's going on, what parts of you are moving. Right. Because there's definitely benefit to just like swaying around. For sure. Are you swaying from your hips? Are you rocking back and forth in your feet? Are you moving pieces of your spine? Or are you moving your legs? Are you moving your head? What's what's happening? All of it's good. Paying attention to it is even better. Good. Ready, make your way back into a center line where you release your hands to your mat, walk your feet together. I'm gonna to press into the feet, bend your knees, come rolling up to standing. Mountain pose, arms overhead. You're gonna pause here, press down just through your left foot, let your right foot get really light. It's not gonna come up, it's just gonna get really light. You're gonna balance the whole mountain pose on your left foot. And then back to center, 50-50 balance. And then press down through your right foot, lift up. So there's no shift over to the side, it's just the work of the right leg that's holding you up. The left foot's getting very light. And then you root the left foot down, take 50-50, both feet working down, lengthen up through your hands. When you exhale, bow forward, breathe all the way out. Breathe in, lift halfway flat back. You're going to plant your hands and step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. And the low push-up to up dog, that could always be a cat-cow too. Down dog, breathe out. If your shoulders don't need the low push-up, then they don't need it. You're going to look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Press down through both feet evenly, spread out through your collarbones. Bow forward, breathe all the way out breathe in, lift halfway flat back plant your hands, step back low push up, look forward breathe in upward facing dog breathe out down dog Look forward, walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, roll up to standing. Breathe all the way in and then exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Low push-up. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. Really good. One more, you and your breath. Start with the inhale, reach up. When you empty out and down dog, and you know you're empty, look forward. We'll walk or hop to meet at the top of the mat with a flat back halfway lift. You breathe in. And we'll bow forward. Breathe all the way out. Cool. sit your hips back. Ukkatasana chair pose. You'll be here. Breathe. Very similarly, you're going to press your left foot down. Until you feel your right foot get light, it's not gonna go anywhere. We're not gonna to lean to the left. You're just gonna be doing all the work in your left leg with body upright, well, body in Utkatasana, but at center. Good. And then switch back to two feet, 50-50. Then press into your right foot a little more. Squeeze the right leg more activation there. The work is all being done by the right leg body staying at center, which means right leg is getting very warm, Then press both feet down 50-50, dig your heels in, lift your chest up, good, and bow with your exhale, you inhale, lift halfway, flat back, and you plant your hands, step back, low push-up, Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Good. Down dog, breathe all the way out. We're going to take the right leg up and back behind for three-legged dog. If you prefer, you could come down to your left knee and do this with the right leg up, knee bent. Three-legged dog, you're going to bend the upper knee and then have some circles in the air. Your knee tracing big circles from your mat the side wall, the ceiling, the back wall, clockwise and counterclockwise. Good. One more breath in. And then when you exhale, step forward into a low lunge. Yeah, I'm going to bring the back knee down for this one. Press into your front foot, really get the work going in the front leg to lift your chest. Maybe your hands come to your front thigh. Maybe the arms come to cactus. Maybe the arms come behind. So you can imagine a really big block back there. You're pressing in on the block without letting your chest poke forward. So there's a there's a I'm king of the world pose. And that's that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to. And knit the abdominals in while you're pressing your hands toward one another behind. Press your front foot down, pull your abdominals in, whatever hand position you're taking. We'll get one more breath with that. Use your exhale to stamp your front foot into the mat. And on your inhale, we're going to float the arms up. I always hear Jesus Christ Superstar in my head when we do this. Uh, to your mat, low push-up. Just in case anyone wondered or, or wondered if you were alone and feeling like that was kind of dramatic. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. On your next inhale, put your left leg back behind you, three-legged dog, or you could come down to your right knee. and Lift the left knee in the air. Either way, we're going to bend the left knee and roll the leg around. Looking for whatever mobility you have in the hip joint, pain-free range of motion. Keep your breath going. it's first priority. breath in when you exhale we're going to step into a low lunge left foot forward and the back knee comes down press into your front foot So, back knees down but this is definitely not a resting pose everything's happening in the front leg front foot's pressing down abdominals are pulling in you have your hands to your thigh arms in cactus that's great when you, you can work the elbows pulling down or the arms behind like you were holding a big block behind. So the first thing you're gonna do is just make sure that the chest isn't poked forward. For for a lot of us that can that can happen in these deep lunges. Draw in from lower and upper abdominals. And if the arms go behind, it's keeping everything really centered, really tight is, is probably the word, but not so tight that you can't breathe. The hands might even lace behind. Oh, It's good when the dog wants to shake during low lunge. Yeah. That's the, the perk of yoga at home. Good. Press down into your front foot, have one more breath, you expand side to side in your ribcage with the inhale. The breath presses out from the foot pressing into the floor, abdominals drawing in, and then on an inhale, you float your arms up. Squeeze your back glute as you do that to support. And then hands to your mat. We'll step back. You can head through a push-up. You could skip the push-up. I think our next t is just to say, you can skip the push-up. <laughs> Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath in. and let it out. Look to your hands, walk or lightly hop, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold forward. I'm gonna take sun flow. So starts with an inhale, sit your hips back, ukitasana. And then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Right foot forward. Plant both feet. From your feet, lift your chest, warrior one. Arms can be up or out to the sides. And hands to your mat. Low push-up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Down dog. Left foot forward, plant both feet, reach up. Then hands to your mat, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out, down dog. Cool, have a breath here. Let it out through your mouth. And you'll look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And bow forward, breathe out. One more round, Sun. B. Ukatasana. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Then plant your hands, step back. Low push-up. Breathe in, upward pacing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Right foot forward, back foot flat. Warrior one. As you exhale, hands to your mat. Step back. Low push up. Y'all look great. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And Down dog, breathe out. Left foot forward. Breath in, reach up. And then hands to the mat, little push up, breathe out. Breathe in. Yep. And breathe all the way out. Have a breath in let it all the way out. To your mouth, your nose, whatever you like. We're gonna walk the feet together at the center of your mat. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. And when you exhale, bring your knee in toward your chest like you're trying to bring your knee to the center of your chest, knee to heart, look forward. Step as far up your mat as you go right now at the center line between your hands. Then look to your back foot, spin it flat on that same track. Come up and around warrior two. I'm gonna turn so I can base you. And we'll bring the hands to the hips. One reason we're to bring the hands to the hips is that they tend to tip in this pose toward the front leg. So we're gonna work with that a little bit. Press your feet down into the floor and level out your hips so that if you were to place your hands at the top of the hips, they're sitting at the same altitude. You're not sure cuz you know this this none this this zoom zoom thing not always certain. Tip your hips, like, get really sassy in the back hip like ugh. That's that's the breathing that goes with this type of warrior. It's just ugh. Then squeeze your back leg until you feel the hips level out and one of the reasons we're doing that we're trying to lift the right hip off of the thigh. When we get this sassiness going, the hip tends to dump down into the thigh and then the spine is not uh, aligned neutrally. the, the, The hip hiker muscle, the QL in back gets tight. So squeezing the back leg, sitting as level as you can. Lift up to the center of your chest, good. And we can float the arms up, traditional warrior two or Bend the elbows, palms up, good. Press into your feet to be sure that your front foot is stacking over your knee. It's gonna wanna fall into the left, don't let it. You look to your front hand, you're gonna reach up reverse. Press your front foot down. Take your gaze down to your back foot and press so firmly into your front foot that you still know what your front leg is doing. You're looking at the back foot, but you know what that leg up there is doing. Head a breath in. And when you exhale, you're gonna cartwheel down. Press into your feet like your feet are calling you down toward the mat. Then take over with your hands to step back, low push up or down dog. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog have a breath in empty it all the way out until you know it's gone walk your feet onto your center line take your left leg up bend the knee open the hip then you'll fold the knee into the chest like you're trying to bring your knee to your sternum, your knee to your heart. Look up between your hands, step on your center line, back foot flat across it, up and around. Warrior two, yes. And then hands to the hips. And take a few rounds of, of, that kind of the sassy warrior. You know, it's actually kind of therapeutic to do that breathing. I just realized that as I was doing it. Go ahead. <sighs> My mom recognizes that breath. <sighs> mom. I'm sorry for all that time, mom. Like yesterday. <laughs> We're going to press into your back foot, squeeze your back leg, and level out your hip. Once you got that, you can keep that. And you're going to have to work to keep it. Your poses are relationships, right? They require work. There's there's no lock and load. Um, pull into your front heel and stamp that foot down so that you know where your front knee is by the feel of your foot in the mat. You can look for sure, right? But since we don't want to always have to babysit like every body part, like that's exhausting. Get the feel of it, then float your arms up. And you do want your arms to feel a little like they're floating. If they feel real heavy, if it feels real tense, try a different arm position. Your legs are what's on fire in this pose. On your inhale, reverse warrior. And we're gonna look to the back foot. Be sure that the toes are unclenched. Your teeth are unclenched. As you're looking toward the back foot, know what your front leg is doing. Start at the floor, All right. We feel the body from the ground up. You feel your foot by feeling the floor. When you press into the floor, you'll feel your leg. You'll be sure the knee is where it's supposed to be. If you're not sure, press your foot down more. Breath in, lengthen through your side body, go up. And press into your feet like you're calling yourself down with the front foot to do the low push-up or down dog. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Have a breath. You know, let it go. And you look forward to your hands. Walk or lightly hop to the top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold down. And press your feet down and roll slowly up to stand. then we're going to take Eagle. We're going to begin with the bear hug variation. So it's literally like giving yourself a hug. Do that, that's that's good practice. Walk the arms as far around as is comfortable and lift your elbow points as far up as is comfortable. And press into your left foot, squeeze the left leg really tight for now until your right leg gets light. Then pick it up, place it over the left, then start to sit low. Take the rest of the arms step by step. First things first, if this is enough, it's enough. Breathe, press your shoulder blades into your hands. Then unwind the arms so that the back of the forearms come together. If the back of your forearms or the, I don't know how you wanna think about it. Yeah, the back of your hands and your forearms are touching. If that's going on, then you might wind again until you have palms touching or the fingers of one hand touching the palm. It will be easy in the fingers and the wrists if it's right. And if it's painful in your wrists or you have to grab hold with your fingers, right? then this arm position is just not right for you. You unwind it until you find a place where your wrists in your hands, feel free. On your next inhale, you're gonna unwind and reach up, mountain pose, press down into both feet, feel both legs, have a breath. And then the other side, the left arm wraps under for that bear hug, we'll start there. And you may notice this works differently, that there's different point at which your hands contact your back, that's true. Lift your elbow points. You might notice that that height is different. Totally fine. Press into your right foot first. Be sure you're standing on your right leg, that everything's already going on there. Then pick up the left cross it over. Bend the standing knee as far as you go. Still maintaining a strong sense of balance and center. You know if what you're doing feels shaky, tenuous, Stressful. If what you're doing feels stressful, then it is by definition. Come back to a place where it's not stressful. Then we'll play with the arms. First, press your shoulder blades out into your hands. Then you bring the back of the forearms together. Then, if that's easy enough and you want to wind again, do... That second wind may work on this side where it didn't on the first and vice versa. Check in with your fingers and wrists. If there's force or discomfort, then it's just not the right pose. You unwind. Most people are sick of this story, but uh, I forced it for years and ended up with arthritis in my thumb. Um, So I don't want that for anybody. It is definitely not worth it. What's supposed to be going on here is your balance and an opening of your back. If you got those two things working, or you're working on those two things, you're doing it right. On your inhale, you're gonna unwind, reach up, feel both legs, take a moment just to be still and feel them. Then we'll uh, we'll rinse that out with a vinyasa. Exhale, bow forward. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. You step back to a low push-up or cat cow. Breathe in. Your back bend. Breathe out, down dog. Have a breath here or child's pose. Feel the floor. Feel the movement of your body. Get clear. And you'll look forward to your hands, walk or hop. Top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. and breathe out, fold forward. If you have a strap or a sock or a towel or anything like that, a good time to grab it. If you want a strap, we're loaning them out. Give me a little message after class and we'll get you one. And you come up to standing and you'll have the strap in one hand. Pause to get your bearings upright to stand tall. Then you bring your right knee up into your chest just like we did on the floor. And in fact, if at this point you want to go back to the work on the floor, anytime you do that, you're standing on the left foot, really pressing the left foot down, squeezing the left leg, and hug your right knee up as close to your chest as it gets. Then with your strap or your sock or your towel, if you can catch your foot, catch your foot and hold there. So you've got the strap or the towel around the arch of the foot. And then we're going to work an extension of the leg forward. And your goal isn't going to be how far you can get the leg to straighten, but how much you can stay upright as you straighten the leg. So if the leg doesn't get halfway straight, but you're standing upright, right, that's it. If the leg gets all the way straight, but you have to take um, troll posture to get there, then... You wanna bend the knee and stand tall. Cool. We're gonna release that. Come back to holding your knee into your chest. And then release the leg slowly down. Right foot find its footprint. Footprint. Stand tall. Have a breath. And then the other side. You're gonna bring left knee in, just as we did on the floor. Again, if it's time for you to do this on your back again, do. You got a strap, right? We're going to pause, first pulling the knee into the chest. And then you take your strap or your towel to the arch of your foot. Stay here. Draw the leg up as far as it's going to go. Have your balance. If that's not happening yet, if it's still really shaky, that's cool. Keep practicing it. Press down through your standing foot. Squeeze your standing leg. Then we'll work on extending the left leg to whatever degree it can extend with you standing upright. The primary line is from your foot to your brain. The leg that's in front is decoration. Stand tall, breathe. bend your knee in and place the foot down. Go cool. pause, mountain pose, just pause and feel what's going on. There's a good chance you want to shake it off. See if you can pause and just feel it. Right? If there's something that really needs you to, to move, then it really needs you to move. If it's the wiggles, right, you might be able to breathe instead and stay focused I'm on the balance. Clear the static. Cool. You're going to take your knee up again, right knee up again in your right hand. And this time, you can hold on to the strap. We won't use it right now. You're going to take the, the knee out to the side. As far as your knee goes to the side, holding it in your right hand. Lift your chest up, press your standing foot down into the floor. Good. And the part of the pose that we're going to focus on once you've got the balance, the foot to brain thing, is your back, your sacrum, your rib cage, the back of your head as if they're up against a wall and sliding up it. Breath. Let it out. Bring the knee back to center and then foot down. Cool. Pause. And do same leg, bring it up. And if you've got a strap, you're gonna take the strap to the foot. Take the strap, both tails or both uh, ends of your sock or your towel into the right hand. Left hand's gonna come to your hip. We'll extend the leg out. And then take the leg out to the side. So standing leg raise two. Right. Cool. Your body's gonna try to counterbalance that weight over to the right. Focus on foot to brain again. Slide up your back wall. The sacrum, the ribs, the back of your head. In that one line, your foot pressing down to the floor, your brain lifting up. Then we'll bend the knee, bring it all back in. Foot to the mat. Pause with your arms at your sides. Get still, feel what happened. Get calm around whatever happened. And then we'll go to the other side first with hand and knee. So press down to your right foot, bring your left knee up into the chest, and then we're going to take the leg out to the side in the the bent knee fashion. Hug the knee up as far as it's going to go, and then foot to brain, that line. And if you're on your back, it's the same thing. You're pressing your foot forward, and you're drawing... The roof of your head. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. The roof of your head toward your back wall. <laughs> Good. Press your standing foot down. Squeeze the standing leg or the extended leg if you're on the floor. Breath here. And unwind it. Come back to center. Both feet down. Arms at your sides and just Pause. All right, so that gave us the hip action, and now we're we're going to complicate things. Right? You take your strap or your towel to your foot, whether you're standing up or lying down, the strap is going to come into your left hand and you're going to extend the leg forward, right? which, which complicates things. Right? Simplify in your own mind, foot to brain, right? sacrum, rib cage, back of head on the wall behind you. Take the leg out to the side. The hips will try to shift to the right. Don't let them. Pull them into center so that you're standing foot, hips, ribcage, head, all upright. Your left leg may or may not get all the way out to the side. It's more important that you're upright and centered. Referral on the floor. This is where your leg wants to roll off the floor, your hip wants to roll off the floor. More important that you're centered, working standing leg and core. Breath in and breath out. Slowly unwind it. Make your way back to center. And if you're on your back, you're going to hug your knees in and rock and roll if you're standing up. Feet distance apart that's comfortable for you. Ganeshasana, washing machine. Ganeshasana does not translate as washing machine uh, or hula hoop. It's a... Ganesha, the the God of removing obstacles. And then you let the movement just slowly stop from your hips, through your spine, your arms, until you're just standing, or if you're rocking on your back, until you're back at center. If you are on your back and you want to come up for this next set of poses, we're going to meet in down dog. Those of us who are standing at the front of the mat, bring your feet together, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, we'll bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Then you're going to open into warrior two. Turn your chest, then walk your feet onto one track. Reverse warrior, breathe in. Then we're gonna straighten the front knee for reverse triangle. So you're still lifting up like a reverse warrior, but the legs have gone straight or straight-ish. Little soft bend in the front knee as you come into triangle. And you may not need that soft bend, but for the of us that don't need it, what it does for us is allows us to work the leg muscles instead of locking the joints and hanging out there. A little bit of softness in the knee requires that you engage some muscles, some muscles, musculature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Press your feet down, draw your abdominals in, draw your spine long. It's right, so tempting to get... The, the triangle between the leg the arm and the side body as long as it can go have breath in as you breathe out you're going to bend into your front knee plant your feet come up to standing turn we can't hear you Anna How about now? Anything yet? I can hear you. You can hear me? So one person can hear me. What about everybody else? Okay, cool. That was perfect timing because we're about to do something really fun. (laughs) You're in a straddle fold if you didn't hear that part. And strap is somewhere around so that you can get it and from your straddle fold you're going to walk your hands forward until you got a flat back or what seems like a flat back to you you're going to look at your right foot it's the foot that's toward the front of your mat or if it's not uh, you're, you do want to change around turn the toes toward the front of the mat so that now you're in a side lunge. Walk your back foot back, and we're gonna bring the right forearm to the right thigh, the left hand to the left hip. So now we've gotten into a side angle, right? That um, for some of us is uh, a challenging pose already, and it's enough. If you wanna play with the bird of paradise, you're gonna take your strap into your left hand and drop that left arm behind your back. Dangle the strap. Walk your back foot in enough to be stable. Some of us are, are almost going toward a split. You're gonna be a little more stable than that. When you peek under your leg, catch the other end of the strap in your right hand. So I'm gonna turn so you can see what's going on on the back side of this. Right? If you don't need the strap for this, no big deal. Uh, you could do this clasping your hands. We're gonna use a strap just to make it more pleasurable for. for shoulders. You're gonna to look to the front foot and then you can baby step your back foot up and up and up until you've got both feet at the front of the mat pointing forward. And then you're you've got this like really weird kind of thing going on arms around your right leg. They're being held together by a strap or a sock. Right? Then you're gonna to start to come up to standing by pressing into your left foot. As you come up the strap is going to be underneath your thigh and your knee is going to be out to the side like we had in that standing leg raise. This could be enough. You might straighten the leg out to the side. <laughs> if you're doing yoga with someone in your room, you might kick them in the face. <laughs> I thought we were going to be absolutely cool because no way could kick anybody in a Zoom class, but we've got so many partners doing yoga today. Good and then the three amigos at the beach. we get a breath in. We're gonna release it slowly, foot to the mat. You can put your strap down for a moment. On your inhale, reach up. Mountain pose. That was great y'all. And bow forward, breathe out. On an inhale, lift halfway, flat back. You know, plant your hands and step back, low push-up, and that can always be substituted with a down dog or a cat cow. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Time we'll step left foot forward. Reach up warrior one. Open up warrior two. Breathe in reverse. You're going to keep the reverse action in the upper body. Straighten the front leg so that you get slightly more stretch through the left side. Get as wide as you can in your right hand, press your feet down. And then triangle, a little soft bend in the front knee as you tip at the hip. Any variation that you like here is good. We're gonna work today on the length of your left side body. There's so many things you could work in a pose. Press your feet down, draw your heart forward. Thinking of your left ribs, lengthening out, making space there to breathe. The upper arm's gonna try to like fall back behind you. Squeeze through the chest muscle a bit to make sure that the, the arm stays straight up. The detail that you can think of in triangle is that your middle finger is pointing directly up at the ceiling. <laughs> you can choose what the hand position looks like for that, but it remains the same. The middle fingertip, very pinnacle of the pose, right on top of your shoulder. Then you'll bend into your front knee more as you press your feet down and on an inhale, come up to standing. We're going to turn toward the side of the mat for straddle. We'll do the same thing first. Lift up and bow forward. Let your head drop. Let your breath move. Then on an inhale, lift halfway, and you look to your left foot. Point it toward the front of your mat. You bend your left knee so that you're coming toward a side angle pose and catch your strap in your right hand as you rest your left forearm on your thigh. Yes, this time you can rest your forearm on your thigh. For a side angle. But lengthen up as much as you can. So there's going to be, we are going to have a moment where we bend forward right now. Lean back into it. Imagine that wall behind you. That's the position where we're aiming for. You're going to take your right hand with the strap or the towel, drop it behind you. Now we're going to take that moment where we peek under, find the strap, the towel, the sock, whatever you got. Then you're going to try to reorient yourself back to that, uh, the wall behind you. Look to your front foot and you can start to wiggle your back foot up. Doesn't have to happen in one big leap. Eventually get your feet onto the same track, toes pointing forward, the strap giving you the bind around the left leg. Press into your right foot. That's gonna bring you up. Then make the right foot to brain connection. You need to stay here to keep that connection Stay here, if you'd like to extend the left leg, extend the left leg. Hug your outer right thigh in, abdominals in, heart up. Imagine that wall behind you, your sacrum, your ribcage, the back of your head on that wall. And as you exhale, you'll release it, unwind, and drop your strap. If we were all in the room, there'd be this really big clunk of all the straps hitting the floor. (laughs) It's a good thing to to remember and think about. On your inhale, reach up for mountain pose. As we exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push-up, breathe out. Breathe in, upward-facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. All right, we have a couple options. On your inhale, take your right leg up for three-legged dog. Reach behind you. Take a big step to low lunge. So an option, if you're ready to bring this down a bit, take the, uh, the low lunge, let your head drop. You can walk your hands inside your front foot for lizard coming to the hands or coming down to your forearms or block. So there's there's one way to make this a, a nice hip opener for yourself. And then if you wanna practice the Bird of Paradise without the strap, if you feel like you wanna do the, uh, the laced hand version, we'll, we'll do that. So if you wanna stay in the lunge, stay in the lunge. If you wanna work on the bind of Bird of Paradise, lift your back knee, flatten your back foot, right arm, to the inside of the right leg. It's gonna come around and it's gonna bend at the elbow to wrap up so that you can touch your own waist on the right side. Left arm's gonna come around so that you can bind the hands. Then you're gonna step the back foot up. And if you've stepped the left foot up and it's in line with the right and the arms are still comfortably wrapped around the right leg holding to each other, then you'll press into your right foot come up to stand, left foot, left foot, come up to standing, and then to straighten the leg, you flex the right quadricep to extend into Bird of Paradise. Good. Then if you've got Bird of Paradise, exit it the way you came in, be able to get out, same way. Release the arms, and then step the left foot back into the low lunge. Now we're all back on the same page. Have a breath. We'll shift back to half monkey, God. Flex the foot. Let your head drop. Get a breath. your way back to the lunge. You can step to low push-up or down dog. You choose. Breathe in. Good. With up dog, make sure the back of your neck is long. You're looking straight ahead and not at your ceiling. Down dog. Breathe all the way out. On your inhale, take your left leg up and back behind you. Three-legged dog and then a step into a low lunge. Back knee down. So bring the hands inside the leg and you come down as much as you'd like for lizard, anywhere between lunge and lizard. (coughs) And if you wanna work the arm bind in the bird of paradise, lift your back knee, back foot flat to the floor. Take your left arm underneath your left leg until it bends at the elbow and wraps back around and your left hand is touching your left side. Right arm then wraps around to meet it. The hands can lace up or you can catch your right wrist. Look to your left foot. In one or 18 steps, you bring the right foot up. Once the right foot is there, you press into the right foot and like, forget everything else except for the right leg, up through the spine, through the brain. Once you're upright and you feel it, squeeze your left leg to straighten it. You're here for three. Keep pressing into your right foot as you dismantle a pose, right? Still what's going on at the base, what's going on in it, unwinding it in a way that lets you then step your right foot back and land in the lunge. Yeah, that's good, like nobody knocked our camera over, (laughs) nobody left the building, well I guess the zoom room. I'm going to shift back to half monkey. Let your head drop, have breath. And then you'll shift forward, low lunge, step back to down dog or low push up. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Look through your hands. Walk or lightly hop to seated. And then down onto your back. We'll take bridge or wheel as an opening for the front side of the body. If you don't usually practice wheel, but you got the the inkling to try, might be a good time. We did a lot of that shoulder opening with the Bird of Paradise prep, but you never know. breath in a we'll long slow breath out make your way down slowly and just so the body can also know where we started bring hands to your center line one to your navel one to your heart Feel the warmth of your body, the heat you created. The rhythm of your breath. Notice it's slowing down as you focus in. again, you let your hands slide to your outer legs. Press them in gently to hug knees to chest. One knee in each hand, you're gonna spin them around like we did in the beginning and notice any differences, any gliding that might be happening that wasn't before. Maybe there aren't quite as many cracks and pops there. Make your way back to center, you'll hug your knees in and then have any finishing pose you like, any set of poses you like, make your way to Shavasana, deep rest when you're ready. As we're resting today, I have the reading from today's Book of Awakening. It's called Honey of My Failures. Begins with a poem by Antonio Machado. Last night, as I was sleeping, I dreamt, marvelous error, that I had a beehive here inside my heart. And the golden bees We're making white combs and sweet honey from my old failures. It may seem impossible, but every humbled life has cried it so. The sweetness of living comes to us. The very humanness we regret and try to hide. Our seeming flaws are worked by time and nature into a honey all their own. Ultimately, it is where we are not perfect, where we are broken and cracked, where the wind whistles through, that is a stuff of transformation. They say that Cupid's shafts, when not landing in the heart, are ordinary arrows that wound the innocent. Like Cupid, we try so hard, but missing, we hurt along the way until we land squarely in our heart. None of this lessens our journey. It gives me comfort that our failures, our unexpected stumblings, the very places that we are not perfect, are the very things from which we are made sweet Just know when everything is falling apart that you're preparing the ground of you for something that can't be seen yet, but which in time will be tasted. If you'd like to stay in Shavasana, stay. If it's time to move on, just start to breathe until you find your arms and legs, your hands and feet, your fingers and toes. Awaken at the edges of you. Keep the center rather still. And roll to a comfortable side. and make your way to seed in. We'll sit together. And bring our hands to our hearts. And lift our hearts into our hands. The heart attached to the other side of your sternum, sternum pressing the hands. You feel the warmth of your heart, the goodness that you are. And you raise it up. We bring thumbs to forehead center. We offer each other. Namaste. Namaste, thank you all so much. That was beautifully done. Very cool. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hanging with that. And thank you for hanging with us. If you'd like to join us live on Zoom, you can head to our website, and that'll give you all the information you need to sign up. And if you'd like to help support this podcast, we have monthly Patreon memberships that really do help us put this together and keep it coming. That's 3 Yoga on Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash 3 Yoga. Thanks a lot. Namaste.